Baseball Money is Fake on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. We're also brought to you by our NBA Playoff Survivor Challenge. We're giving away $250 in cash and a $100 gift card. Sign up today exclusively in the SGPN app. Baseball money is fake. Fantasy baseball podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I am Blue Meyer. It is Thursday. Man, I've had a long ass day, but you know what? You know what always makes me happy at the end of that long ass day? Some baseball. And here we are again. There's been some baseball played this morning. Some pretty good baseball played this morning, actually. There's been some things happen hey, in those this afternoon. Games. This afternoon, we're 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 an Eastern Standard Time podcast here. I I live in the past, but that is today. Ryan we'll, we'll go with today then. That works. <laughs> how how are you doing today, Ryan? Yes, today I, I I'm doing pretty good here. Uh, Thursday, going into into the weekend, starting obviously after tomorrow. So looking forward to that. Uh, a beautiful day here in Philadelphia. Almost too, almost too nice out. Almost too hot. I think it was like 87 here at one point. So get get in summer started already that that whole uh global, global warming climate change stuff uh, watch out for that and uh, yeah light slate uh, of games today I think there were only seven games on on some getaway game days for these guys so yeah going into a weekend of baseball here got got two weeks under our belts for the season so I'm looking forward to uh kind of talking about where we're at on some slow starts or hot starts it's really 87 degrees there. It's pouring down rain outside here. <laughs> I hate it's you. It's 86 that. right now. Oh, man. See, like, I want to live in that weather, but also, like, when, when it's not pouring in Washington, it's actually kind of nice here. So, like, yeah. I don't totally hate it, but I actually don't love it either. But, yeah, some good baseball this morning. The Orioles walked off the Athletics 8-7, to which was a weirdly close game, which I was not expecting. Adley Rushman with the clutch home run. Mm-hmm. I was Adley hit a home run, my number one catcher for this season. Uh, and also, I wanted to point out, uh, Estieri Ruiz went three for four with two RBI and two runs today. He's on fucking fire lately. I think he's back up to hitting 300 now. Only one stolen base, which I thought he was going to have a lot more. I was thinking he was going to be more towards like the league leader side of things. But, uh, I mean, the hit tool, what was most was what we needed to see most from him this year. And so for him to be hitting 300, even though it is a little early in the season, it is good to see because last year he hit like 151. So that's a big turnaround for him. And Professor Tweety Pooper, good to see you back. I always love saying your name on the podcast. But yes, in the second game of the day, the Rays did win number 13 in a row, 93 against Boston. But Jeffrey Springs, our guy, Went out. There's two things you don't want to see from a pitcher. You don't want to see him grab their elbow, and you don't want to see him looking down at their hand, squeezing it back and forth, trying to figure out what the hell's going on. And uh, yeah, we got the old uh, ulnar neuritis for Jeffrey Springs. Good news is it's not a torn UCL. He's not going to need Tommy John. It is an injury that he can come back on the quicker side of things, but he'll probably... He'll probably head to the IL and at least miss a start. So don't plan on the next start, but 
What do you think about Springs going down, Ryan? Yeah, uh, I, I was upset about it because I bet on the Rays and they were losing at that point, or they ended up they ended up winning nine three, so that that was easy. Also, bet on his strikeouts. He had five strikeouts through three innings, but was cruising, and then uh, left the game with his injury. But yeah, like you said, he has he has this thing now, which is apparently is just the uh, the funny bone nerve is inflamed. Here is what I'm reading here on the trade rumors. So there's no timeline here. There's a range of possible outcomes, it says. But on the positive end, uh, Jordan Romano last year for the Blue Jays only missed 10 days. So this could be okay. something where they, they put him on the IL. He misses just one start. He comes back in exactly 10 days and make that start. So, I mean, yeah, hopefully he, he's back soon because the Rays have seemed to to find something in him. I mean, this this 30-year-old pitcher is kind of coming out of nowhere. Last year at 29, I mean, this year – yeah, he's been he's been great these past three seasons since going to Tampa Bay. So, yeah, hopefully for his sake, it, it's only a, a ten day, maybe fifteen day absence, and he's able to get right back at it. Yeah, he had that minuscule whip this year. I think he only gave up one hit today, and he gave up a run, which I think was also his first run he's given up this year, if I remember correctly. Uh, he was a very popular strikeout prop player for today, and I think the opening number was uh, five and a half for him. So yeah, many people hit Becky over and got screwed on that one. Uh, but I did text you uh, a little bit before the show, and I told you I'm going to start taking some of my victory laps early in the season. I have I have been kind of bad at that because we we do a lot of we do a lot of uh, projecting we've, players. We've, we've taken some. We're we not Kalanick out there, but we also we, the the thing is we acknowledge when we were wrong more than like when we were right. So that's you, true. You, you're right. We we do need to pump ourselves up a little bit as long as long as we don't get to the get to the full of ourselves side. And but I I want to pump you up. Whoa, what did I say? Brandon Lowe, dude. Like I, um, I was I was down on Brandon Lowe coming into this year, admittedly. I was iffy on the power. I didn't know if the 2022 version of him was real or the 2021. You were big on the fact that that power was going to come back, and he hit dinger number five today. So Brandon Lowe, like everybody else on that team, has been hot, especially at the week second base position and i did follow your lead on brandon Lowe this year and i do have him in three leagues i as down as i was on him you were very convincing at least for me and so seeing him be this successful early on i mean it's a it's a brandon Lowe type of year maybe especially if the team keeps playing as hot as they are the vibes are up out there in tampa bay and we're big on the vibes here i mean i wouldn't be surprised if they win number 14 in a row and just keep it rolling at this point who, who do they play next I, I'm not gonna lie, I haven't even looked. I just uh, I'm just I'm gonna gonna right there. Gonna race win. schedule in Toronto for three over the weekend, then in Cincinnati. So I mean Toronto is gonna be a tough test for them. That will be. But yeah, I, I did call out uh Brandon Brandon Lowe. He was just he was just hurt last year. He had he had eight home runs in sixty-five games, which is you know sixteen, twenty home runs in a full season. I don't I never expected him to get up to back up to thirty nine home runs, nine nine RBIs from twenty twenty one, but mm-hmm. he's off to a great start. Five home runs in uh, 11 games for him so far. I don't think I have him on any. I don't have him on any of my Yahoo teams because I got uh, Albies and Altuve, and my keeper league already had a second baseman. But yeah, uh, hopefully people out there that actually listened uh, <laughs> drafted him and were able to. Uh, I mean, I mean, you, you listened, so apparently yeah. that, that helped out. So uh, yeah, Brandon Lowe's been, been great for the Rays. The Rays have just been absolutely incredible. They have. He's been killing it. Uh, Wander's been killing it. Yandy Diaz, somebody that I was pretty high on that I took a ton of right. shares of this year, has been killing it as well. I think he hit home run number four today, 
which, uh, I mean, he hit like eight all of last year and nine all of last year. But the power's real. He's he's there. He's not striking out very much. He's sitting at the top of that lineup. So he's sitting at the top of the best run scoring lineup in baseball this year. There's a lot to like from that race team. Eventually, they will cool off. They're not going to win 162 games as cool as it would be to see. <laughs> They're going to cool off. It's a hot take there. A uh, very hot take, you know, especially with, I mean, they're losing pitchers quite a bit. They've already got Shane Bass that's out for the entire year. Uh, Glass now, who knows when the hell he's going to come back now. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Springs is hurt. But Eflin, they just had Eflin too is on the IL. Yeah. But they just had uh, Taj Bradley came up and pitched yesterday. Mm-hmm. Looked really damn good. And the, I know they optioned him back down today. So I don't know if they're going to call him I back. Mean, I mean, they, 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 will up, def- they will definitely now that Springs is out at least. I think, I I heard, think they were going to anyway. I, I think they probably were, but I heard that they were also thinking about if Springs is just going to like only miss one start, they're just going to run with uh, whoever it is, Fairbanks or something like that, if I remember correctly. They'll just run with uh, like an opener style like they used to and just have a bullpen game and then let Springs come back. But Springs going down for who knows how long at this point is kind of a tough one because he is a guy that was a lot of people's sleepers this year. You did get very good value on him thus far because he did go later in drafts. So hate to see it, but I'm glad it's not a Tommy John situation. Cause I think I texted you earlier and said, be prepared to see uh Jeffrey Springs needs Tommy John tweet at some point today. Yeah. That's what, that's what, uh, what ticked me off there to that he was he was out of the game and my strikeouts prop had lost. So, <laughs> thanks for that there. Thanks for, thanks for uh, that's how I found that out. And uh, yeah, but on the topic of the Rays here, make sure you check out Shady Rays. Um, our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. They're an independent sunglass company that offers a world-class product. They also have the most insane protection at all of eyewear. If you lose or break a pair, they will. T- they told us they'll send you a brand new pair, no questions asked, within 30 days. With Shady Rage, you can look good and feel good. To date, they have donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with Feeding America. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. And exclusively, exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the new year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. And make sure to check out our NBA Playoff Survivor Challenge. Completely free to enter, and the winner gets $250 in cash and a $100 SGPN gift card exclusively on the SGPN app. All right, one more injury note I want to touch on because we uh, talked about him uh, last show. I guess that was yesterday. Uh, Orlando Arcia for, for the Braves has been placed on the injured mm-hmm. list due to a microfracture in his left wrist. Uh, apparently Vaughn Grissom was held out of the lineup on Thursday, which, which oh boy. speculation that he could be called on, recalled on Friday, which, which would make sense. And this could be mm-hmm. what I was talking about. If he comes up and, and, and hits, I could see RCL losing his job to injury. It, I mean, keep an eye on Grissom. I don't know if I'd go, go rush out right now and pick him up. I mean, uh, I don't, I'm not sure how he's doing it in, in triple a though. Rostered in 35% of Yahoo leagues. Um, Slashing three three sixty six four fifty eight five eighty five on the year. Love to see it. So that's an OPS over one. I mean, I'll probably hit low in the lineup, but he, he has the tools. He was one of the most talked about guys uh, before before draft season. So if someone drafted him and then uh, dropped him, maybe go go scoop him up. Yeah, he had a 
damn good year last year when he called when he got called up he didn't play the most games i think he played like 45 or 50 but five home runs five stolen bases hovered right around 300 there for a while if he does get called up he'll slot probably in the nine hole where rc was in the lineup so the value will be a bit limited hitting farther down like that but again kind of like uh I don't even remember who the hell I was just talking about that slots in at the bottom of the lineup, but like he's going to be limited. Vaughn Grissom. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's going to be, he's going to struggle to put up <laughs> runs and things like that, but it's a damn good lineup. So it doesn't really matter where you hit in that lineup. If Vaughn Grissom gets called up, he'll be excellent. Yeah, I mean, excellent, but shortstops are dropping like flies. Yeah, you can't say he's going to be excellent, but yeah, he, he only has second base eligibility on Yahoo at least, but he will be playing shortstop. So we talked about the shortstop lack of depth on our, our Wednesday show. Go back and check that out if, if you haven't. But shortstop is weaker than expected so far this season, especially with Seeger and Cruz on the IL. So yeah, Grissom, if he, he's going to play there, is definitely a, a guy to look at. Uh, one more. Look- very. Oh, go ahead. Do you have something else on, on Grissom here? Oh, no, I don't. No, I do not. I just have one more quick note that uh, Byron Buxton is back on the lineup t- today for the Twins, which is which is good. We, we talked about that uh, uh, last show. Yeah, he's like the king of freak injuries. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was, that, I mean, it was an absolute freak injury, just collision, just head over heels at second base. But <laughs> are, are we ready here to get into the meat of the show? Some trade talk. We are, here. and I want to start it off. So we're going to cover some guys that make good trade targets, talk a couple uh, sell high, buy low type guys. One that I have just right out of the gate that kind of fits into the buy low and our trade target category. Somebody you talked about trying to trade for before the show. You're uh, stealing my guy. I have to. I'm trying to steal my thunder you into it. Kyle Schwarber. I'm going to say it before you can say it. Kyle Schwarber. I mean, he's not doing a whole lot different than he was last year. Shitty average, decent power. The K rate has gotten a little worse than last year, and the walk rate is down. But, like, his whiff rate and everything is just as terrible as it has been every other year. Strikeout rates uh, leaves a lot to be desired, but that's Kyle Schwarber. And he's kind of coming into his own. The power's coming back. And there's a lot of people with on-base ability hitting in front of him in that lineup. So I don't think you're going to get like a mega steal for him right now. But the value has dipped low enough that you could get him for a good price right now. And it's going to pay off for the rest of the year. Yeah, I mean, Kyle Schrober is someone I'm I'm looking to trade for in, in one, of my, one of my biggest biggest Yahoo leagues here. I'm probably going to end up trading for him uh, with a... Uh, overachieving pitcher so far uh pablo lopez i, I am kind of hesitant to give up on, on lopez but you know in minnesota is going to get more wins but t- talking about schwarber here still has fantastic uh baseball savant numbers mm-hmm. 79th percentile average ex- exit below barrel rate is in the 89th percentile uh expected slugging is 73rd percentile he's hit a 188 whatever that's uh, that's fine he's gonna hit in the low low 200 anyway career 238 hitter 232 hitter and most of that uh those good averages were earlier in his career hit 218 last year the thing is 46 home runs had 94 rbis last year yeah but philly's lineup now schwarber is not lead off they have trey turner that can lead off they have bryson stott that can lead off now and bryce harper apparently is good enough to play a game but he can't slide so they're still keeping him out so he could be back within a few weeks there um, Harper might come back and play first base, which is definitely interesting as well mm-hmm. with Reese Hoskins out. Uh, 
But Schwarber is not no longer going to have no one on in front of him to hit the leadoff home run. He's going to have hitters in front of him for for RBI opportunities. He's going to. I'm not sure where they're going to slot slot him in the lineup once Harper's back. Maybe they'll go go Turner Schwarber. I I, I don't I, stop. I have no idea. It's uh, but yeah. Yes, yeah, Warburg's going to be in the meat of it, if not in the top of it. So, yeah, you got to go with got to go with Schwarber as one of my targets here. I wrote him down. His preseason rank on Yahoo was forty six. His current rank is in the three hundred. So, you oh, could see see some people, some people not necessarily liking him. But once once the uh, calendar flips to June, he's going to absolutely take off. Uh, last year in his final one hundred seven games, June June first onward. He had 35 home runs, 71 RBIs, hit 233. That extrapolates out to 53 home runs and 107 RBIs in um, a full season. So obviously you're not going to get that, but he has that type of production in him. And once that weather gets warm, it's hitting season, and he'll be flying them out of the bank. Mm-hmm. And with some of these bigger name guys early in the season, you have a very small window to try and buy low on them. You have to find the right time where he had just the right stretch of bad games where the owner could be just a, like, he's had that thought in his head for a half a second. Like, man, Schwarber's been kind of sucking. That's, that's the moment that you need to offer the trade because I promise you the next time Schwarber hits a home run, the dude's going to forget about how that owns him is going to be forgetting about how shitty Schwarber had been doing like the six games before that, and he's right mm-hmm. back on the Schwarber hype train. And so here's, you have to find here's that the thing. Spot. The Phillies are in Cincinnati for, oh, I think, oh, possibly oh. a four-game set because it's starting tonight. Uh, it's Lodolo tonight, so he doesn't have a great chance of hitting a home run off him, but Overton <laughs> tomorrow, uh, Saturday, you got Ashcraft, who's been good for them, and then Sunday you have Sessa. So we're, we're avoiding green, but, I mean, yeah, tonight he could hit two home runs and then, no mm-hmm. one's going to want to trade him. So this he he's somebody like that where while he's while his value is still seemingly low, try to target target him. Yeah, and put a pin in Ashcraft because that's somebody on my my buy low. But uh, I I like your offer of Pablo. Wait, Lopez. you're buying him low or you're selling him high? Uh, which one, Ashcraft? Yeah, I'm buying him low because he Ash- he's like he's under the rate. He's an under the radar guy right now. He's. 13 strikeouts and 13 innings against the Pirates and, and Braves. I don't know. Two quality starts. He's okay. He's. I, I, I think feel, the numbers I feel he like he up. would be a, a more of a more of a sell high candidate, especially in Cincinnati. And see, look at the difference of opinions on that. Is is he like? Was he like a top prospect or something? And I, I just don't know about Cincinnati. Uh, last year, four eight nine ERA in 100 innings. Like what? That's that's who he is. His fifth this year is 333. ERA 2.08. That's that, that. That's who he is. I would definitely keep view, view Ashcraft as someone that I would happily package in some deal right now. And see, that's where me and you differ because Ashcraft added this pitch that is, uh, for all intents and purposes, it is a sweeper. But Statcast classifies it as a slider. Uh, he had a slider last year but it was much more of your traditional slider. Uh, he came into this year, the fastball or the cutter, excuse me, Velo uh, is about the same, but the, the average speed on that sweeper slider, whatever the hell you want to call it has gone up three miles per hour. It breaks a ridiculous amount. I think I saw somebody, I I'm going to have to look up the guy that I followed on Twitter. I will 
give him a shout out after this show. Uh, he talks about pitch, like interesting pitch shape numbers after every day. And he posted on Twitter, uh, Ashcraft after his last start, his sweeper was averaging, it averaged 90 miles an hour and had 15 inches of break. It's a more dominant sweeper than Shohei Otani, who has the like the greatest sweeper of all time. Ashcraft's stuff plus numbers, I think he's number three or number four in all of baseball for stuff plus. I don't know what is in the water out in Cincinnati, but they keep pumping out these crazy pitchers. Lodolo's going tonight. No offense to your Phillies. I think Lodolo strikes out 12 again. Oh, I, I hope so. I, I laddered Lodolo. Oh, good call. Uh, he he's just so good. Hunter Green was so good in his last start. So right, let's, uh, let's get back on track here. We got, <laughs> I, I guess I mean you gave Swarber. I guess um, I I wrote down people that had had good Yahoo preseason ranks and currently aren't living up to it. If you want to go for big swinging, uh, Trey Turner currently ranked three thirty three. Mm-hmm. Jose Ramirez also ranked uh, one fourteen. So if you want to go big swinging, need a shortstop or third base, look for those two. Uh, also third base, Manny Machado has not lived up to the hype quite yet. I don't think he has a home. He has no home run on this season. Of course, he was ejected for that pitch clock violation, so maybe he's taking time to adjust to that. But if that's the case, he will adjust to it. And more importantly, he's going to have another pretty pretty good bat in the lineup in front of him or around him at least um, in a week here with Tatis coming back. It's a great lineup in San Diego. I think anyone there you should be kind of targeting in trade. Yeah. Machado's a weird one for me because I don't like, if you look at his numbers and you look at his stat cast numbers and you look at his expected numbers and all that, there isn't like a real stat that I can give you that makes he's got that dog in him. Like he's got yeah. the ball. He's got that See, dog in him. He's, he's, he's just I a was, baseball player. I was getting he's just yeah. a baseball player. He, he's not going to suck for long. That's, that, that's the, the great insight that we can give you on Manny Machado. Uh, he's too good to be this bad for too long. So again, talk about that small window. This is that small window that you have to try and buy now on Manny Machado for a discounted price. Because again, it takes a three for four game with two doubles tonight. And all of a sudden Machado's value goes right back up. And so it's hard buying now, but this is like the best time in fantasy baseball to get these top tier guys for a discount. Cause you're mm-hmm. not going to get a discount on Manny Machado in July. That's no. it's not happening, but no. the first couple of weeks of April, you have the chance to do it. And it's just, are you willing to, you can't give up a little bit to get one of these top tier guys. you got to give up like a significant amount still, but it's still a lot cheaper than what it would have been. Had Manny Machado just came out and been the normal Manny Machado. Yeah. And uh, you know, also, possibly look to look to trade for Tatis if you're a big believer in him and you have a shortstop off to a great start. Like, I mean, Jorge Mateo right now is rostered in 73% of Yahoo leagues. He's not going to be rostered in, in nearly that amount by the end of the year. So if you have him and you can trade him and someone else for Tatis and the other guy wants to buy in on him, sure, maybe that's a, a sell sell a high candidate. But he will, he will continue to get steals if it's a 5x5 five five league. So, um. But yeah, Arcia would have been would have been a good guy before he got hurt. Um, yeah, that's a, a guy. I, I'm not sure if I, I would would uh would buy him low, but is up in this category. I wrote down. Be interested to get your thoughts on him. Is uh, Ozzy Albie's second base is uh you know it's it's deeper than most years, but he's off to two home runs, hit him two thirty one. He has ha- does have a five game hitting streak, but they're all just one hits in those games. Mm-hmm. So. What do you think about Albies? Do you think he's just getting back 
to, to his, his normal self here after missing a year? Or, or do you think maybe this is what he is now? Um, I think he's just off to a little bit of a slow start. He's he's shown too much over the course of his career for me to think that now maybe he's going to like he's just not good. Uh, everything about that team is just too good in general. And he always kind of starts slow anyways. In his career from March and April, he's only a 258 hitter. And I just pulled up I just pulled up Albie's uh, stack cast page here. It's not good. It's looking looking pretty yeah. blue. Average exit velocity, 8th percentile. Hard hit percentage, 20th percentile. Expected bat on average, 68th. But he's not walking. He's striking out a decent bunch. He's whiffing. He's not chasing. So he's he's not chasing, but... No, his chase rate's low, so he is chasing. He's chasing. He's not walking. He's striking out. He's not. He's maybe it's, it's going to take time for him to get back up to uh, speed with MLB pitching here. And yeah, maybe, maybe this is an opportunity to to buy him low. Yeah, I think expectations do need to be tempered on him a little bit, though, because I don't think twenty twenty one Albies is the real Ozzy Albies, or at least that's not that's probably not the version of Ozzy Albies you're going to get anymore. I don't think he's as bad as he was last year, but I don't think he's as good as he was in twenty twenty one. I think he could just be like a 20 home run second yeah, baseman that hits yeah. 250. Like, like he was 2018 and 2019, hit 24 home runs both those years, hit 261 and 295. So, yeah, a, a step down from that, low 20 home runs, hit hit 260. Ho- hopefully, hopefully he pans out because he, he's my second baseman <laughs> in, in this league here. Uh, and speaking of second baseman, to buy low on, uh, one that I'm kind of keying in right now is Marcus Simeon. He's very high up on my second base mm-hmm. rankings. I think he was number two on my second base rankings. Do not forget. I mean, he's hitting like 212 with a home run or two this year. He's had multi-hit games in two of his last four with four RBIs, so not bad. Uh, last year, he hit 157 for the first month of the season and really struggled. And then in the second half of last year, he was incredible. And that may just be the trend for him out there in Texas now, just starting slow and then building up because father time hasn't come for our, for Marcus Simeon yet. The lineup is still good out there. There's still, I mean, missing Corey Seager in the lineup hitting around him is going to suck, but he's a very good one. He's not the, the big prolific name. So you might've already been able to get him for a slight discount anyways, depending on your league. And now he's, hitting 212 on top of that with no power and limited speed so far buy him like he's he's my my lock to buy him in every league is marcus simeon because you're gonna love the return that you get when you get him all right i had a guy i was gonna say uh sell high on here but looking at his stack cast page maybe this is this is who he is and maybe he's, he's turning into a solid player uh glaber torres second baseman Ooh. uh rank 22 right now preseason rank was 103 is he somebody you would be selling high on or, or holding or if you don't have him looking to trade for him? Uh, honestly, he's somebody that I'm looking to trade for because they seem to have a good amount of confidence in him to let him stay there and not try and move like have like Volpe and whoever else, Peraza or whatever, both start in the middle infield. So he's either they're either showcasing him to trade him elsewhere or he's just going to keep hitting there in New York. But Torres has been a machine. I mean, he's got two home runs, six RBI, stole five bases. His K rate is down this year. It's only 11%, which is nuts. And his walk rates like 24%. He's 
done everything. He's made all the improvements you want to see out of a player, especially at the thin position like second base. And he is a guy that admittedly, I think he was my number 10 second baseman or something like that. He was number 10 in an already thin position. So the return that you're getting on your current investment is nuts. And I don't think, I don't think anybody's going to give you the type of value that he's going to be worth for the rest of the season. Mm -hmm. Captain Insano in the chat. I see you, my man. I think they keep is what Insano says. I think they keep playing him. He he says, I I, I agree. ah, Yeah. They're, they're, they're not going to bench him. I mean, I could see them moving him down the lineup a bit if he does struggle, but he he very could, very well could be a part of a, of a trade to, to Pittsburgh for Brian Reynolds if they decide they need an outfielder there. And if he goes from Yankee Stadium to PNC Park without O'Neill Cruz, that t- takes his value down a lot. I mean, that, that's just pure speculation on that. I, I don't think I'd let that factor in too much into a decision, but that's if they look for a... Uh, outfielder i forget who they're playing in a field right now but it's um it, it's not good not, not good for them uh oh oswaldo cabrera and F- franchi cordero is off to just an Franchi. unbelievable start I, I i vowed i wouldn't buy into the hype i didn't pick him up he, he's gone now in all my <laughs> leagues I, I don't think he keeps it up but um be a i good, agree on that one it would be a good underdog story and we are brought to you by underdog fantasy underdog fantasy is a great place to get down on fantasy and player props all year long Underdog Fantasy has your favorite NBA, NHL, and MLB daily games. Plus, they're already doing best ball drafts for the 2023 NFL season. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. I got, I got a uh, potential buy low guy here that you may be interested in. I mentioned him before the show. Vinny Pasquantino, the uh, first baseman for the Kansas City Royals, the Italian Stallion. I think we as a show were uh, were high on him before the season. He's not off to a great start stats-wise, but uh, I'm not sure if you have his baseball savant page pulled up. It's, it's bright red here. So what, what, are you thinking of, what are you thinking about Vinny P? Uh, I still love Vinny P. Everything about that Kansas City lineup has just been – struggling lately although they are picking it up he just hit a home run the other day uh you know bobby Wood jr has really been coming into his own lately so they're turning it around Vinny p's stat cast page is bright red uh so there is a lot to love there average x velocity 89th percentile hard hit rate 90th percentile whiff rate 85th percentile which we love to see and k rate in the 78th percentile which is a very Vinny p thing to do he is one of those Rare first baseman that is going to probably walk more than he strikes out. He's at 16% walk rate and 16% K rate right now. Both are incredible. You don't find that at the first base position very often. His power was limited coming into the year. He's got two home runs right now. So he, he was probably just like a 22 home run guy over the course of a season. But he should hit for a high average, which he is right now, 293. Love to see it with a 969 OPS. But yeah, I think there may have been quite a few Vinny P people that thought he was going to come into the year with more power than that. And so to see the only two home runs and he started out, God, he didn't hit a home run until, oh, look at that. He hit one yesterday, uh, but he didn't hit one until last Friday. 
Yeah, the seventh. So he went quite a significant amount of time. Baseball Savant threw me off going with the uh, the oldest game on the top instead of the bottom <laughs> on the game log. Yes, yes. That, that confused the does. hell out of me. Shout out Fangrass for doing it the right way. But uh, yeah. Hot I, recently, actually, now, now that I look at, at his game log, he's it, it, you may need to buy him low now while, while you still can over his past. Um, since that home run on the seventh, he is nine for 20 with two home runs, four doubles. So yeah. He, he's hitting the ball hard. That Pasquantino window is closing very quickly. So mm-hmm. jump I, on that while you can. On the other end, someone I know I at least was was pretty high on first base. I think you, you I eventually talked you into it. Jose Abreu going to mm-hmm. Houston, much better lineup, gonna be so good between Tucker and Alvarez. Perfect spot for him. Got the Crawford boxes are in left field. His baseball savant page here is just the complete opposite of any Pasquins, you know, all blue. Uh I think outs above average. I think that's defensively. He's eighty-four yep. percentile. Everything else is just Completely horrible here. I don't think he has a, a home run yet. Um, uh, it's 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 tough because I, I I thought he would. I mean, hitting two ninety one for RBIs. Maybe it is just a matter of um, a, a change of scenery and needing time to settle in. But do you think maybe he's just what he was last year with uh, fifteen home runs, seventy five RBIs? I'm honestly, I'm starting to think that that might be the real Jose Abreu at this point, but I don't really know because I don't want to say that because I do, even though he plays for the Astros, which I'm not the biggest fan of, go Mariners. Uh, but I mean, hope my homerism aside, this could be the real Jose Abreu because last year he hit the 15 home runs, but he hit 40 doubles. He turned from a 30 home run guy into more of a doubles hitter, which we thought was going to play pretty well for the Astros. Uh, but yeah, that baseball savant page is, I mean, it's a small sample size. We've talked mm-hmm. before about how small sample sizes are what they you want them to be. Like you can kind of tweak them to see the good or the bad. Jose Abreu's baseball savant page is horrible. That's coming off of a year in which his baseball savant page was incredible. It was bright red everywhere. And there, there isn't a single thing that I see when I look at that baseball savant page that excites me. His his barrel rates are down. Hard hit rate is down. Expected uh, slugging and batting average is down. But then his fucking, excuse my language, his he's whiffing more. He's striking out more. He's walking less. He's chasing more pitches. And he's not making good contact. And he's swinging more. So uh, he is somebody that I'm selling right now. I'm I'm selling the 296 average. And even if it is maybe lower because he hasn't shown any of the power, I'm just selling him now in general because I don't see anything that points towards him being a 20-plus home run guy again, even in that lineup. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, if 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 you can sell him, maybe do it. I, I don't know if I would call him a buy-low guy unless you can get him really low. I mean, if he shows signs of turning it around, if he has – I mean, he had a double yesterday, I think, was uh, 100.7 miles per hour. Exit Velo uh, also had a single. Uh, the double was against Rich Hill, so it's lefty. Maybe he had, he had probably had lefties better. So, yeah, Abreu, it, it, it's tough right now. I mean, if you get a good offer for him, definitely definitely sell him. I, I don't know if I'd go out there and, and try to buy him, though. Yeah, I don't think so either. Uh, but well, – Someone, anybody else? I was just gonna say, someone you are uh intimately familiar with here is uh Jared oh, Kelnick, someone who may have been dropped early in the season and and uh picked up. <laughs> would you <God>. would <laughs> if 
would you look to buy him now if you can get him from a spec from a uh, from a skeptical? That's the word I'm looking for. The a skeptical manager that picked him back up, or do you think right now maybe he's a little bit too hot and you can wait for like a like a few days where he's not hitting three straight home runs. <laughs> I think he might be a little bit too hot right now. Cause uh, I was listening to, I've been listening to a lot of other fantasy baseball podcasts lately. Uh, I was listening to the uh, leading off podcast or at fantasy pros. Uh, shout out them because they gave me a shout out. I am doing an AMA tomorrow at 2 PM Eastern time in the fantasy pros discord channel. I get my own cool AMA in there. They gave me a shout out, but uh, they talked about how uh, Kelnick was taken so late in a draft, if he was even drafted, that the return on investment you're getting from him right now is almost not worth trading him. And what you would have to give up to trade for him is not worth giving up right now to get him because his his production is so high. So he's somebody that if you have him, just ride him out and hold him. If you don't have him, wait till he hits a little bit of cold streak. I may love me some Jared Kelnick. I may be way higher than him on probably 100% of the world, but he is prone to the cold streaks. So one will come, and when that does happen, whoever owns him may, they may just, I'm hoping it's you, has a I'm, moment of of like, shit, I should probably get rid of him now while he still has some value, and then that's where you swoop in. And then, then we'll hop on a podcast and do a, do a live trade show. I mean, I, I think Absolutely. that has to happen at some point, whether whenever either I'm ready to, to sell on Kellenic or, or you're ready to buy, because that's uh, something we wanted to do here, try to do, do some live trade talk, and I think I think Kellenic would, would be especially interesting. Yeah, especially since I fucking dropped him, and you're never going to let me hear the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't even. Know. Oh, Kellnick equals Franchi Cordero. You're you're Captain Insano for a reason. You're absolutely insane <laughs> with that take. I will I will say Franchi Cordero played like he got like 240 at bats last year and hit eight home runs. Kellnick at least has 24 home runs and a full season's worth of games. I think he's played like 158 games now. 24 home runs. That power, baby. More like more like uh, fra- fraudy Cordero. But I, I don't want to rush the end of the show, but I am a man of many children. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Do we want to talk weekend pitching matchups or just want to wrap it up here? Uh, I, I'll, give one, I'll give one weekend pitching matchup I like with no context, and I'll let you guys do with it what you, All right. what you will. Uh, probably my favorite one comes on Saturday, and that would be Kenta Maeda against the Yankees on Saturday. Uh, picking a, a streamer against the Yankees is kind of a – an odd choice because the Yankees do have a powerful lineup, but Kenta Maeda has shown that he has the strikeout ability that he had two years ago. And the Yankees are pretty prone, pretty prone to striking out. So uh, Maeda strikes me as a guy, again, you're probably streaming. If you're picking up Maeda, he's not the most owned pitcher in the world. He did have that injury after that good first start, but he does strike me as somebody that could go five innings with nine K's like he did in that first start of the year. And if you can get that, He's going to be in line for a win, and I like it. Yeah, he is rostered in thirty-five percent or fifty-three percent of Yahoo leagues. Is not available in mine. Um, looking here, Friday, um, nothing, nothing too great on, on on Friday. Let's look here on Saturday. 
I saw Michael Kopech, I believe, starts against the Orioles on Saturday at home. That could be a look. The O's have been hot, though. Ryan Mountcastle mm-hmm. just, just absolutely not. The, every Oriole has been hot except our guy, Anthony Santander. Santander <laughs> is fully under the the, the the large new bar curse there. Yeah, um, he is. Yeah, that's probably who, who I'd go with. Uh, Ronzi Contreras for, for Pittsburgh had a good start, but then a bad start, and he's in, he's in St. Louis. Um, Nick Pavetta, don't like him at all. Definitely fade Nick Pavetta. Zach Plesak, I think he, he has better stuff than, than he showed. He had, he had a good start last time against Seattle. Uh, seven innings, six strikeouts. Only pitched one inning in his first appearance. So yeah, he, he's in Washington. That's who I'd probably look at for, for deeper leagues. He's only rostered in 5% of Yahoo leagues. I like that one. Oh, and our man Professor Tweety Pooper said, someone just dropped Volpe. Thoughts? It depends on league size. If it's a 10 or 12 team league, I right now do not like Anthony Volpe in a 10 or 12 team league. It would have to be a deeper league than that for me. Uh, him hitting at the top of the lineup. He hit that double the other day. That does help a little bit, but I just, mm-hmm. he hasn't shown me the uh, hitting at the major league level ability yet. I think he's still a little raw and a little young. I think he needs some time in the minors. So I probably wouldn't pick him up unless you have just like a complete hole in your lineup and want to take a chance. Yeah, with with uh, with Volpe, he's actually available in my keeper league where you you keep ten guys at the draft position they were in. It's a eight team league. He was drafted in the seventeenth round, so he would be a um, a sixteenth round keeper. And he's on. He's a free agent. No one picked him up off the waiver wire. I, I mean, he could end up being someone that that turns into into a player here, but he, right now he's just showing nothing. I mean, if you're if you have have a bench spot. Um, I think, yeah, at, at the chat here, going with Professor Tweet per se, he's going to be dropping Vargas. Uh, Captain Sano thinks that Volpe should be should be rostered. <laughs> that yeah, sounds like I, a Homer I mean, decision. I, I I think he should be too. Let me um pull up his stack cast page real quick to see see if it's if it's red or blue here. Pretty blue. It, it's 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 very blue. He, he's fast, sprint speed. He's good defensively. That, that's about it. Okay, I, I will say I like Volpe better than Vargas, so, so I'll give you that. I like yeah. Volpe better than Vargas. Yeah, and shortstop is, is a tougher position to fill right now, but Volpe just has shown nothing offensively. Third percentile in expecting batting average. That means 97% of MLB players <laughs> are better than him so far this season. All right, but with that being said, everybody remember we do have the jersey giveaway going right now. Winner gets a free custom MLB jersey of their choosing from MLBshop.com. You get whatever team you want, whatever name you want on the back, and whatever number you want. Uh, you can find the details on Twitter. All you have to do is, I mean, check it out on Twitter at Fake Baseball. Uh, you get one entry for giving us a five-star review on Apple, one entry for giving us a five-star review on Spotify, and one entry for subscribing to our YouTube. So if you're watching on the YouTube right now and you are not subscribed, just do that. You get one entry, but you do have to on Twitter. Uh, there is a Google form. You have to just put screenshots to prove you did it. And it helps us keep track of the people in there. And yeah, we're running it on April 27th. We'll do it live on the pod and we'll figure out who wins and we'll get your information and get you that Jersey. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter at Balake B U H H L O C K A Y E. Yeah. And if you ever have any questions you want to talk about on the show, whether it's trade questions, free agent, you know, should I drop this guy for this one? 
follow or reach out to us on Twitter at fake baseball. We will rather respond there or save it for the show. If we are recording that day and uh, you can follow me on Twitter at R Gilbert SOP. And we'll catch you guys next time. Peace. Oh, oh, oh.